What's up, good people? It's your boy Laws, OSS 980, other side of sports. You already know. Uh, I know you listening like, hold on, dog. This is not how the show starts each week. I know, but I had to come on here and first of all, just say thank you. You know, everybody been rocking with us through the years. I wanted to personally extend a thank you and just say how grateful I am for each and every one of y'all. You know, without y'all, this wouldn't even be possible. The growth we've been able to see, you know, it's kind of remarkable. Just when we think about where we first started, some of y'all been rocking with us since day one. Special shout out to y'all, you know, Wes, Van, Jenna, hundreds of other loyal fans and supporters who rock with our content. Y'all know who y'all are. Uh, I do have a favor to ask, though. Uh, This favor will not cost you no bread, don't worry. But if you're listening to the show faithfully each week, could you slide over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel, Other Side of Sports? You know, we close to a big milestone number, and we need your help to get there. Share the content with your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers, everybody you think could appreciate, you know, the different topics we get into. Uh, With that said, I appreciate you. It's your boy, Law, signing out. Peace. You are now tuned to the other side of BOK Sports 9 Welcome back and now tune into the other side, the other side of sports. I'm your host, Laws yeah. in the building. It's me, it's Aaron. We yeah. in this jump rocking out. That's right. Uh, I'm know. back. Yeah, post-surgery, the jump was, was a success. Uh, by God's grace, you know, the kid made it through. I'm back. I can I can drink fluids. I can eat food. Uh, my neck is killing me, though, dog. They had all these tubes and stuff down my neck. Dog, my throat is on fire. Like, that jump. <laughs> the thing is, when you under the, when you, when you're like put under, you don't know what's going on, dog. Batman's could be smacking you in the head, stealing you in the face. Like you, you, you at the mercy of the, of the doctors at that point, though. So, you know, I'm not trying to say these Batman's was just being kind of rough and tough, like, but with the tubing. But I mean, <laughs> you, it's nothing you could like. It's not like I could go back and review the taste. Like, oh yeah, like actually during the surgery, Batman, you would just rough me up, champ. Like, I'm gonna need you to. Uh, uh, quit, quit your job. So you know what I'm saying. It's just nothing you could do. So, but like the way my neck f- feels, like I mean, I'm like a week. I'm like a week removed from it, almost a week. And uh, you know, my chest that don't feel alright, but I still get pains like in the middle of the night. And uh, you know, I can still feel like it's it's still healing. So you know, you can imagine like. If somebody cut you like on your arm and it was like an open flesh wound in your arm, it's just gonna take like you'll still feel it. Like it'll be like sensitive there in that area because you know it was an open flesh wound. So it's kind of feels like that in my chest. Like it just like I can feel it. It's not like it doesn't hurt when I try to eat or anything like that, but like you can just feel it. So, you know, I'm still like I, I'm on a soft foods diet till like for never week and a half or so then it's basically I can eat whatever I want but you know you know you know how Bama's do already like once you kind of get the semi-green light dog you 
You stop pushing. You you are. <laughs> Bama been, I haven't been able to eat nothing in like almost over a year. Some change. So now they're like, I can actually like eat stuff. I'm like, oh, like I'm alright. My my wife be like, I don't think you can eat that. I'm like, young, I'm straight. I just got you. Said we gonna see. <laughs> <laughs> I just got you to jelled up good, but. Yeah, you know, I'm 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 coming along. Thank you know, appreciate everybody who reached out was just like you good and checking in on me. You know, your boy's still here. Um, you know, I'm I'm thankful. Uh I realize too though, anytime you go under the knife of any sort, dog, it could be the last day, dog. It could really be it. Like you don't know. Bam's had complications, stuff happen. You you have an adverse effect to some of the medication or anything then you out of here and Bama's just like they at your funeral the next day so you know I, not that I haven't been living my life like as if you know it would be the last day you know enjoying moments trying to like just you know and enjoy each part of life that's something that you know if I was just telling people you know something that as you learn through going through different experiences that you know you really I mean, it doesn't have to be something as dramatic as surgery. It could be just driving to work every day or just normal routine stuff. Bama's be out of here, Aaron. Like in a blink of an eye for, for, for much less. But, you know, you know, just definitely cherishing the moments that you have, letting your friends know you, you love them. I mean, Aaron could tell you, you know what I'm saying? I, I tell my friends I love them periodically, just off the strength. Just because you just you just don't know. out of nowhere, man. I'd be like, man, I love y'all, dog. <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> dog. Cause young, it's real out here, young. And I, I hope people, you know, like, I hope people, you know, we talk sports, we get into the nitty gritty, which we gonna do today. I ain't trying to take it off all path, but you know, every opportunity to kind of just, you know, put make the main thing the main thing, you know. That that needs to be 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 uh, said. Um, with that said, young, hey, Aaron, it's some new people taking over the internet, dog. Kevin Samuels caught the L, and it, and it's it's this new youngin who's who's taking over the internet, dog. It's this white youngin. Her name is. I guess on on uh, YouTube is just pearly things. Just pearly things. Just just pearly things, dog. Just just go and subscribe to the to the content. Just pearly things, dog. Dog, she the new Kevin Samuels, young. I'm trying to tell you. All she doing is talk is basically taking all these like these uh, talking points that these youngers have out here. How you know. Society's changed, and you know, and basically just all the same commentary uh, Kevin Samuels was saying. She basically brings on people to say it, but because she's a white woman and she's a a woman saying it, it don't come off as harsh. Like uh, they gotta, like they gotta take the pill, even though they don't want to, but they gotta take it because it's not a, it's not a, it's not a male telling them this, like. So she did and, the cheat code and appropriated black again. I'm telling what? you, bro. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> it's genius. And like, it's causing a stir on the internet. I've been like saying these jumps, these posts, but you know, 
she's been talking about like how feminism is is just a trap for for women and how it's just it's, it's stupid because any anything that you need men to defend like it's not nothing you can like stand up for and root for like she she, she throwing the grenades out there trying to what she look like that's her. the first question she she's that's what determined she's a weak white joke like i'm so there's no way but 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 the thing is though she she stands she she embraces her weakness like she doesn't try to like like act as if she's like young. I'm a, I'm like average. I'm not no beautiful young dudes. Don't be in my DMs. You know I'm checking for me all the time. Like it just doesn't happen. But like, can you imagine a man who has, you know, top youngins going at his neck every single day, or like, you know, the top one percent of the like? So she's bringing up all the all the the same narratives Kevin Samuels was bringing up all the time those whole narratives she's just regurgitating them but with a white face on it so it just (laughs) it don't it it hit different so it's like oh you know you know because at any time she could just play victim and then (laughs) like you know what I'm saying it's just yeah check it out dog check it out you gonna be like oh yeah you already know she's had like Brittany Renner on her show She's had the other Bama, the uh, British Bama who got canceled for like saying all the wild, like, you know, like super masculine stuff on on YouTube. She brought him on the show. She's like, you know, brought, you know, youngins who think they they have a, uh, she's, she's been coming with it, dog. I'm just telling you, she about to be the new sensation. People gonna go check her out. Like, yeah, I don't like like she she garners all the hate that Kevin Samuels got and plus some. Um, but yeah, definitely check that Joan out. Talking to all women, not just black women. See, or is it geared towards see, the conversation? See, sound see. like it's geared see, towards. See, 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 see. That's see, the next question. See. <laughs> see, that's why I can't all the way get with the program because. But but it I and I don't know, but it seems like she's addressing those that have the loudest voice. So, so black women on the internet. So if you got a loud voice and you got something to say, she's she has a rebuttal. And it's a it's a sound rebuttal. I'm not going, but it's it is gimmicky in nature because I don't I'm I mean there was some some I, 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 yeah, she's had some, she's had white people on her show for sure. Black, like white dudes and like, like white women on the show as well, too. But it's starting to like, you, you know, when the, when the, when the cash start rolling in, you know what I'm saying? You're going to go where the, where the niche is. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, if this the formula, go- then. In the loudest mouths, of course, and the ones that's gonna make her go viral are the same ones that made the Godfather go viral. So are, she trying to, yeah, this is straight appropriation. You already she's know the formula, know. like everybody else on the she, internet has in the last what year and a half. She trying to take her piece too. You already get them out of here. We can have this one here. Um, no, it's a lot of stuff happening in the sports world. 
first of all, let's start. Let's start with first things first. Nathaniel Hackett out as the head coach of the Denver Broncos. Are you surprised? This is another time where OSS is first to the party, and we told Bama's he's not an NFL caliber coach. He's and this is before the conversation started. This is when he was still being protected by the analysts and you know the decision was going on during the games. We in real time, we like hold on, what is this Bama doing? Like this is terrible. Like this is Beltway League. You know what I mean? It take everybody else to hear it. You know, hear little murmurings and stuff from other people, and then he get fired, and it's like, oh, I guess he wasn't. You know. He wasn't that good, but the Bama was trash out the cake. Um, yeah. It doesn't help. We was questioning his trans. hire to begin with. We was like, dog, why, 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 why was he hired? Like, what what did he do? What was his credentials that made him deserving of, the, of that job? Right. Uh, but you know what that was? Complexion for the protection. Um, dog. Go ahead. No, nah, I'm saying they got the, the doors blown off their backside this weekend. By, by a, a team game. that has nothing to play for. The Rams yeah. whoop whoop that. <laughs> yeah, and I think the I don't know whose call it was to sign Russ, but whatever his philosophy was as a play caller did not match and does not match with uh Russ's skill set. Mm-hmm. So this joint from the beginning was set to go ablaze. And because they signed Russ all that bread, they can't get rid of him. So regardless of how terrible he plays, somebody had to go when it was going to be the coach because they can't eat $250 million in the first year. It's just not something that, that they're going to be able to do. Um, so they're going to have to find somebody who... What would you do? Pro- and who's the coach you bringing in? If you were given this franchise, you had Russell Wilson, you had Nathaniel Hackett out, you running a franchise, you the president of the whole team operations. First of all, we know you wouldn't have made that decision, but let's just say they brought you in to be team president right now, given this situation. How do you get them back on track? What do you do? So I'm going to make a bad hire, but I have to to mitigate the okay. situation that's already Okay. Here. What I okay. need to say before this to qualify it is the coaching hiring system in the NFL is flawed in this white supremacist space. The reason that they make the decisions they make and they go the route that they go, that's the only way that they can keep it majority white. Any, If they were to go any other route other than using offensive coordinators as a scapegoat, it would start to dilute and dilute to the point where you wouldn't have all of these white guys as faces of the franchise. I'm okay. sure they find a way, but that's the way that they can use it as an excuse with data to be able to say, this is the reason we're not hiring black guys mm-hmm. and, and not, you know, there's a lot of people with football coonships that they'll just eat up whatever the NFL says and they'll go like, well, you know, they just got to get office coordinator jobs first and then they'll be hired. You know what I mean? Bama's going to go along with whatever they hear uh-huh. to be able to root for their team on Sunday. In any other, like if you go to Google, if you go to Amazon, they're not going to take the best Bama at packaging and make him the CEO. If you go to Google, they're not going to take the best Bama that, that does code coding or developing and make him the CEO. That's something completely different from the X's and O's or the strategy of what is the the base of the business. Mm-hmm. They go get somebody to be able to manage, you know what I mean, everybody be able to make certain decisions, be able to carry themselves a certain way, certain amount of charisma that's mm-hmm. trained in these things, not in, fo- in X's and O's of football. Mm-hmm. So when you go and hire guys that are X's and O's guys, this has nothing to do with the ability to to lead grown men, mm-hmm. or to be able to make decisions in real time. 
mm-hmm. or any of the things that go along with with being a head coach. It's probably ten percent of that 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 involves. Yeah, X's and O's X's is a small percentage. percentage. Yeah, it's a small. You can know strategy. The There's one one thing to know football strategy and have a high football IQ. There's a different mm-hmm. thing to know the name of the play call and and, and these different yeah. systems that they customize. You know, yeah, what I mean for yeah, themselves yeah. and for their ego. So that's. That's just flat out. It's it's a flawed system to go hire the best guy at X's and O's to be the head coach. And it's like test run. It's it's basically like running samples every time you hire a head coach when they use the system. Yeah. So so that being said, I would go and get maybe Daryl uh Daryl Bevel, who was an OC um in Seattle, or mm-hmm. somebody who has called plays for us or been a part of that system in um in Seattle when he was having success. Because mm-hmm. You're stuck with him for at least three years. Okay. You have to bring somebody that was a part of that system or that's willing to hire somebody who was a part of that system to come over and and be in charge of Russ. Creating calling plays and catering to Russ. Because you're stuck at this point. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a bad hire. It might not be the the hire that's gonna get you over the chip over the uh over the hump to win a chip. But it'll it'll I think it'll stabilize the organization and get somebody that's just affiliated with um, what was going on in Seattle that knows his strengths, knows his weaknesses, know how they hid his weaknesses mm-hmm. and cater to him there. Even when his teammates couldn't stand him, they they always protected and kind of mm-hmm. catered to him. That's yeah, you didn't know you didn't know nothing that came out until after you know what I'm saying it was over. And right. then Bama's was like, oh, that Bama was a diva. This this and right. that. Certain guys so, were off the team, retired out the league, whatever the case may be. So you're going to have to cater to Russ for the next three years or just be trash and just get a bunch of high draft picks <laughs> and pull what the Dolphins did, get a bunch of talent and just say, forget it. You know what I mean? Um, if you're fine with being trash for three years, but I don't oh, think nah. any new owner, he just they can't do that. They can't do that. He doesn't. He probably doesn't no, do that. I was in Denver when they they signed Russ. Dog, they put dog. They had banners up through the streets for this Bama dog before he bust one grape. It was it, they rolled out the red carpet for this man. Dog had his family on TV with his kids, everything in the press conference. Dog, and they had Bama's in the neighborhood baking cakes and and bringing it to his house all tight. And this is probably the only way to, for Russ to be able to save his legacy to use this as a reset and to work on whatever issues he has going on because. He's been awful. Like that Bama's been terrible. I, I don't but, know this. but you know how I feel about it. Dog, sometimes Bama's being sorry is not even their their skill set or ability. It's mentality. It's like, you know, people got on us when we was like, dog, Russ is a square. Like, you know, he played cornball football, brother. but he's a square right. cornball type Bama. But like, this is cornball behavior right here <laughs> at its height. Alabama was playing like some trash, but still not really taking accountability for playing like some trash. Because he's been everybody. protected his whole career. And he's been able to have success based on things being catered to what he can do. Like Russ has been all improv his whole career. He's never, he doesn't have the size to be able to just drop back, go through protection. It's just similar to Heineke. Like he could never be a drop back guy who just stand in the pocket, go through the progressions like they say they want black quarterbacks to do. Like you, certain guys, you just gotta allow to improvise and to go mm-hmm. off schedule fifty percent of the time, mm-hmm. and that might mean 
you know, a bunch of boot, just things where you can take advantage of the Bama skills and hide his deficiencies. And it's saying, and we know the thing we know more than anything is these office coordinators are very egotistical about their and my way or the highway timing and doing things the way they drew it up and that their imagination sees it. And if you do anything outside of that and your skin is of a certain complexion, it's not going to fly. It's not just about winning. It's about them getting head coaching jobs down the road. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's rough with him being a cornball and, and guys on the team already seem like they can't stand him. It's just. Dog, did you see the play where he work. like, he like got out of pocket and then he had a man like in the flats and the dude was like jumping jacks like, and then he like looked downfield and throws the jump downfield yeah. and the jump gets picked. And he's like, you mother. <laughs> yeah, they already can't stand him. You almost have to trade the whole team to be able to salvage Yo, this joke. This is so bad, dog. It's a terrible situation. And, terrible. And there are plenty of garbage quarterbacks in the league. Oh, yes, they are. We're going to get the receivers this don't like and that and that the teams don't like. But they manage how they express that based on the leadership that's either at the head coaching level or there's some level of of accountability where Bama's not going to be doing tantrums on the field or on the sideline trying yeah. to wreck nah, and after Bama get them out of here and the leadership just wasn't there because the team didn't respect the apparently the head coach the quarterback so everybody was just out there acting beltway league we've been on teams where it's certain Bama's that we know is either getting bammed on or or playing a certain kind of way and and Bama's can't wait for them to get to the sideline and let them know about it. You know, like Bama's have been there. So it, it's, it, this journey is almost untenable where you have to move damn near the whole roster or you got to get somebody in there that everybody respects at the head coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that means uh, Flor- somebody like a Flores. They or, said Jim Harbaugh and his name's been floated around. I can see that. Um, um, but it's going to be tough. Yeah, that, it's tough. Uh, on the other uh, just I, we talk about situations that I would want to be in as a head coach or a part of the organization. This is probably that's probably one. Denver's probably one. This is probably two. The Miami Dolphins have a situation where they have a quarterback who's experienced three, potentially four concussions this year alone. Uh, after the second half, like I watched the second half of the Miami Dolphins game versus the uh, Green Bay Packers. And I was I was baffled at some of the throws that that uh, Tua was making in the game. Then it comes out that he had a concussion during the game, and they showed the replay of the concussion. Looks like he like hit, you know, got tackled, and his head snapped back on the floor, or whatever. And so you know, in the second half, this Bama just threw picks, and these picks were terrible picks, like like right to the defensive type picks. So I don't know if he was saying double or I mean, if the picks were so bad, Aaron. I was like, dog. I, I didn't even. I took it out. I was like, dog. Is this Bama putting money on the games? Is he betting on the games, though? <laughs> like, does he got bread on it? This Mike Francis got his shoes tied or something? Cause this Bama can't even make throws down the field without it going to the other team. It, I mean, it was that egregious. Come to find out, he had a concussion. It looks like the Miami Dolphins are in a no-win situation. They said he's in concussion protocols. I don't think they could even play him this weekend if they wanted to. I think the league gets involved and they they basically stop that from happening, even if they try. Uh, you know, the league talks all this this junk about how they care about player safety. You know, that's all 
that's BS for the toilet. We already know what it is, though. This is a situation where I don't think there's any right move. I mean, Tua, of course, you he would want to play. You got to realize this is his career on the line right here. Uh, you know, him being able to, like, at least change the narrative to some degree about him and his ability to, like, win games and play, you know, decent football has changed, but... This show, I, I, I mean, you gonna you gonna run Teddy out there? Right now, the Patriots are favored in the game. I mean, we'll get to our spreads in a little bit. I mean, what do you do here in this situation? Is this the is this it for Tua? Is he done playing football? I mean, we close to having that conversation. We saw what happened with Jordan Reed right here in DC, and you like the brain is not set up. It's not like a, a bruise where you sore every other week. You can't just get concussions every three weeks Mm-mm. and keep playing football. Like this might be his last concussion in the league where we're talking about him coming back at some point. Like if this Bama goes out and get a concussion in the first three weeks of next next season, or even the playoffs this season, we talking about something completely different of this Bama being done playing football. Cause what doctor's gonna be the one that the one up clear this Bama and then when he has I mean it's a ticking time bomb like it's not even CTE the Bama could die on the field bro can you imagine he get hit and the Bama just laying there with his eyes rolled back in his head and everybody just looking at him like and he just like looked like he swallowed his tongue to the league they're gonna be like y'all didn't care y'all just kept letting this Bama get back on the field so this could very likely be his last chance to have you think he uh, get another chance I think it's over I think the league is probably going to step in. If Mike McDaniels even, even remotely, like let's say they win this week, win next week, and two weeks passes, and they're like, okay, we got a playoff game, we bring a tour back. I think the league steps in and says, no, no, you don't. And then I think that you're looking at him being out this entire offseason, right? The Miami Dolphins then have to make a decision. Are they going to draft a quarterback? Are they going to go and try to pursue one of these like free agent quarterbacks out here in the market? I think you have to. You cannot like you basically have a quarterback who's a ticking time bomb that you won't have availability in. Yeah, but I don't think the league has the power to just. There's no language that I've seen where they can say, "Oh, this man had too many concussions. He cleared the concussion protocol that we have in place, but we still going to stop that." Like I think that's a decision for the team to make not the lead and I think if he clears concussion protocol they're going to let the Bama go back out there and play because I don't I can't remember before this season him there being like a precedence of him having concussions before that it's just that they let him play they might put pressure pressure on McDaniels and and the the Miami Dolphins organization behind the scenes if it's not even out in the front to be like you cannot put him out there though I just think that they the league is going to step in. This is one of those situations where if I'm running the league, though, I'll take the I'll take the hit. Call You'll call Demora Smith and all, all. Yeah, I'll take the lawsuit on this one. Because because by the time you get through all the setup, as a matter of fact, you can't really sue the league because because even if you do, the battle Roger Goodell at the end of the day he banged the gavel he the judge jury execution and also it but ain't like, like that win. would definitely go to an arbitrator the same way it did with like captain them where they settled because you like they have by the time they settled it'll be safe to come back that's what I'm saying the Batman's got to be able to come back like he's he's had what two concussions this year three 
How is this three? They just let him play with the original concussion. No, that so the first, the the first jump, he got his head skedaddle pinball machine style. That jump, he should have been out. In the game. They let him come back in. The Bama, the Bama finished the pinball game. Then he came back the next week. Then they were like, he was playing in that game the next week after they should have had him out. Bama pinball machined again. Then they were like, oh, nah, he can't play. But League stepped in. It was a whole thing. We was in Vegas. The Bama missed two weeks. The nigga had he dolphin f- hands, though. That means he never cleared concussion protocol. He was still in the first concussion playing both games. And I well, think that might had be why. He had another concussion while he had the first jump. So think about his head, rattle-skedaddle, bing, 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 bing. <laughs> <laughs> then, then the pennies ain't even settle in the jaw yet and then he got his jump rattle skedaddled again and they didn't recognize that one it's Can't like what's the point of all of this if you just gonna let this no, the Bama gonna be talking like Harley in a minute dog my daughter two years old if he don't get him out of there bro you can't let him play I just think it's impossible dog I think you put him out there, Aaron? You run the team? I think if he clears concussion protocol, I'm going to put him out there. This is where I think you determine <laughs> if 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 there's something there or if he, he just happened to get his bell rung the wrong way Duh, t- twice. You got to send this Bama to the uh, to the dojo like and really test to put the headgear on him and really like... <laughs> but this is their job. That's what they're supposed to be doing in the first place. If he he shouldn't have been playing. Yeah, he right. shouldn't have been playing through that joint. They're supposed to recognize these hits or recognize when the band is throwing it up like throwback tackle, what we used to call it, smear No, up. after the second, after the the first one, I, I'm like... I'm like, dog, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got to talk to him on the sideline. Hey, bro, you all right? What's one plus one? Especially when the Bama's been accurate. He's been in the MVP conversation for most of the year. Like Taylor Heineke had a day like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. You check I him mean, for concussion too <laughs> after them two turnovers back to back. But he's been in the MVP uh, conversation. Uh, so when fact. the Bama start throwing them joints to random youngins or to random people, you got to be like, oh, let me, uh, <laughs> how many fingers you see? You know what I mean? Flash a light in his eyes, see if his pupils dilate or something. <laughs> Yeah, dog. He, yeah, that Bama was saying double. He had to. And the thing is, he know, like, already got the concussions. Like, he probably like, I got to play through this joint, dog. Yeah, because he knew. Because he know. He know. But he he actually hurt himself doing it. Because if you can't see, you can't make throws and passes, dog. Just, yeah, dog. All right. Other quarterbacks who can't see and throw. Taylor Heineke this weekend showed up, Aaron. Everybody else was surprised. I wasn't surprised one bit. We know this is what <coughs> we know this is what Taylor Heineke is, though. He turned the ball over every week. I don't, I'm just it baffles me that Washington Commanders fans see the turnovers and they like it's like somebody else is to blame. Like, oh, the line didn't hold up. Oh, this, this, and that. Like, bro, every single week, this Bama turns the ball over at least one or two times. Really bad, too. In the other, like, right in the other team's green zone. Instantly, it leaves the points every time he turns the ball over. And it's just, it's just funny with these idiots here. If they like the person, the same thing with Kirk. When he was throwing three and four picks a game, if they like you, they'll make excuses. It's windy, it's all this other stuff. But then if they don't like you, 
all of a sudden sacks are turned the worst thing they ever seen. You get a sack, it's like, oh my God, this is terrible. We need we need somebody else running the offense. It's just it's amazing. It's Yo, amazing. This, this Bama gifted the game to the San Francisco 49ers. They didn't win it outside of the gifts that Washington gave them, dog. And it was, it was seven Heineken. seven at halftime. I mean, it just Defense it is what it was is. Playing legit, shutting them down the same way that uh Washington was getting shut down. Yeah, when, and, and when you don't have the lead, it's hard to get sacks, hard to get pressures. It's hard to do all of that. But as soon as you get the lead, then you can kind of peel your ears back and get after the quarterback. Stuff like that becomes easier. No, once let's, they let's gave away the touchdown. Let's talk about that trash game plan, too. Because. Run the ball, 700,000. <laughs> they so the funny, reactive, bro. They so they, reactive. They always make these adjustments a game later. You're supposed to make adjustments at halftime for the game you're in. They make adjustments for the game they just lost and run that game plan they should have run in the second half in the first half of the next game. It's like they're always so slow to address the issues or, or to see what's going on in real time. And because everybody was crying about garbage Brian Robinson, like I've been telling to run the ball every down, they was force-feeding this man the ball with his 2.6 yards per carry. And it's like, it's just ridiculous. Just watching this Bama it force-fed the ball when you have Terry McLaurin on the field and you got these receivers that you're invested in. That's it's like number if you one ranked Russian defense. Did you think you were just going to turn into uh, uh, the uh, the Hogs all of a sudden and just be running the ball, ramming it through the San Francisco front? These Bama's got the best rush defense in the league. I, I just don't. This The logic that they have behind like some of the decisions that they made it just it's to prove a point i believe i don't believe they were trying to be successful running the ball i believe it was to prove a point because everybody kept kept you know dumb redskin fans all they know is the last time we won in 1991 we was running the ball so they <laughs> overemphasized running the ball and so they come out there he like okay you want to run the ball something i would do like oh you want to run the ball here you go you you think he's uh barry sanders here you go and then you get two yards in a cloud of dust. And you know, you already know the fans will be, dude, but a couple weeks ago, they ran the ball against the best D-line at Philadelphia Eagles and blah, blah, blah. And this, Philadelphia, Philadelphia was so terrible at, at, <laughs> at, at uh, stopping the run that they went and signed two D-tackles directly after the Washington game. So stop it. Like, just... the, the team is constructed incorrectly. If they want to play old geezer dinosaur football yeah, and play get defense the, and get run, the, get the best offensive linebacker. Yes. Go invest in, in, in elite running backs in the old line. Don't go pay uh, Terry Charles Leno Jr. and draft with your first draft <laughs> first round draft pick. Go draft uh, another small receiver and then sign Curtis Samuels because it's just like their, their philosophies don't even match with what they want to do. That's how you know it's idiots over there running the shit. And I can't wait till those idiots are gone. Now you got Carson Wentz back at the helm, though. How quickly was that? Babbitt's that turned on Heineke immediately and just like Carson Wentz. He's like, sorry, though. <laughs> they they even though they were winning games, they were scoring 12, 13, 17, 20, 12, 17. And it's like Bama's act like he's oh, the offense is so much better. Carson was putting up better numbers than that when they was getting waxed. No, I mean Carson's not gonna give you the escapability that that, that uh, Taylor Heineke gives you, like not even a fraction of it. But Taylor Heineke escaped to turn the ball over, dog. I just 
It's throws, it's, it's throws that he misses. I mean, you saw immediately when Carson Wentz came in the game, like, one, you do need protection. You got to change the scheme for Carson Wentz to have success. If I'm coaching the team, everything is very sh- short passing game. I'm, I'm, I'm running, I'm running the, uh, the Andy Reid offense with Carson Wentz, though. Backs out the backfield. We, we throwing it straight to the backs, like, you know, quick outs. You trying to hold the ball and, and throw downfield, it's just not going to work because our line is just not conducive to that. Uh, I don't really... I mean, they played the Cleveland Browns this week. Do you see them having success? Or do you see just... It's over. Is it is it over? Over? Or is it just like... They're going to win this, is this game. The sun, is this the sunset before the... <laughs> No, they'll win this game because they'll win this game because Deshaun is ass this year. Like that, you can see that year and a half off from football. He's stockier than he's been in the past. For one, he's heavier. He's not moving the same way, and he's just not seeing the field the same way he did before. He's not making the same throws. Mm -hmm. You can just see the rust, um, and it's probably going to take him until next year to to even uh, be able to work himself back into the fold. So, so because based on that, them whenever they play a team that's one dimensional. Mm-hmm. or that's not really a threat to pass the ball over the top of their head, they seem to have more confidence in Excel because they can do more things. They can play offense um, with less pressure. Okay. Uh, you should, you won't expect them to be two scores against the Browns, whereas, you know, once they play other teams and get down and you're forced to take those five-step drops or hold the ball longer, then that's when they can really tee off on this uh, this uh, Ike Bike uh, offensive line that, uh, that, that Ronnie brought up from, from Carolina. So I think based on just the opponent alone, um, they have a, a decisive advantage that they should take advantage of. And if they lose this game, I fire everybody um, before we even get back to the uh, to the team bus. If they lose this game, you firing everybody. This is an unlosable game. Ron's been under 500 his entire tenure here. Mm-hmm. Even when they went, won the division, they were what seven and seven and nine. Yeah, I think they were seven and nine when they won the division his first year because. The quarterbacks got hurt, and the division was trash. So they were terrible last year. And then again, we're talking about if they lose this game, they're not going to be over five hundred. You got to fire the head. You got to change. Their destiny is in their own hands. If they win these next two games, they make it to the playoffs. You don't have to worry about anybody losing. You don't have to be wishing and praying on the star. All you got to do is go out there and win the two games. You got. No, we know. We know. Listen, in a perfect world. That's how it would go, but we know this is the wild. Not even a perfect world. They're not able to do that, Aaron. We know they're not winning these last Cleveland games. Cleveland is trash, and Dallas will be sitting there starters uh, <coughs> for that last game, unless they want to be asses and, and keep Washington out, which I don't think they'll do. They'll be sitting there starters, getting ready for the playoffs. So <laughs> they should win these games and make the playoffs. It's not happening, dog. I, I, we're not at our pitch yet, but I'm going with the Cleveland Browns to win, dog. No, I just. It's too I, close. I just, you ain't listen, going. You ain't going. Listen, these, listen. We just talked about the incompetency of the of the coaching staff here, their inability to recognize what they need to do and how to get it done, and how they respond to pressure. And when things are on the line, we've countless times seen them not be able to produce. Though they can't produce when it matters because they don't have the personnel to produce when it matters and they don't have the coaching staff oh, to know what to do to produce. That narrative we got to stop. This team is loaded on both sides okay, of the ball. Okay, okay. 
They, they have, have the personnel 100. Okay, if I was coaching this team, if I was the old team, would be averaging 30 points a game. That's a stretch, 27. You up, you up over 20. Easily. Yeah. They had probably the best receiving core in the league. They got two decent running backs. They got a tight end that everybody loved when he was making plays for Taylor. <laughs> we can't act like he trash now. <laughs> it's other team. It, look it, at it the Ravens. Seen. Look at the Ravens record. They don't have nearly the talent that Washington yeah, has. You're right. It's you're a right. bunch of teams in the playoffs. The Cowboys don't have the talent on offense that Washington has. Oh, they do. They do now. Where? Washington's receiving Pollard, core is much Z. better than, than Dallas's receiving core. Ah, uh, you think so? I think it's it's, it's, it's head and shoulders. They talking about signing Odell because they know their receivers are trash. Mm, yeah, Gallo, they're not trash, just, but these Gallo's guys are. The they just they Joe blows. Okay, Terry's elite. You you think Ceedee Lamb Terry, better than Terry? I don't know. I used to think so, but I don't know now. Hey, ain't no way. Do you think uh, what's the other Bama? You think um, Gallup Gallup is better than uh, Dawson Dawson no. or Samuels? I know. Stop, Harold. Stop. I said no, he's well, not better than uh, no, no. But I'm saying their offense, offensively, yeah, yeah, yeah. Washington right. has weapons, dog. They just don't know how. They to do use have them. weapons. They don't know how to use them, dog. But that's that's on the coaches. Yeah, you're right. Somebody got to get in the fired. quarterback. The quarterback doesn't have an arm yeah, to take advantage of the yeah. receivers. But you know, they already, they already. I'm telling you, in his decision on who they're going to start, they already drafted up the scapegoat. They already done put the papers together. Who we going to blame if this don't work out? If this don't go right. Carson. Carson and Dan, you know that's their go-to. <laughs> First, Dan is the one seed. If anything don't go right, no matter what it is, he got his hands out the potty uh, hiding in, the, in his uh in his uh dungeon. No, what's the score? What's the final score of this show? I'll say twenty-seven to thirteen. What? That's it. If they win twenty-seven to thirteen, it's not really like that. Nah, I think they win. I, I don't even think they win, though. I think it's twenty seventeen Browns. Yeah, yeah. This is a big game for Washington. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think they handle big games well. Uh, all right, let's get on to our games. We got our games this week, so let me t- uh, tally up the totals. Hold on, hold on. Let me do that first. Why is it not uh, synced? You can only see. Now let me see the totals. Last week, okay. So for this this week, I, I I'll just tell you what 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 we added to the to the scores, but I have to get the totals later. So okay. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I got seven this week. One, two, three, four, five, six. D got six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got nine. And how many you got? Seven. You got nine. Uh, Jeremy got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Jeremy got seven. And then Marcus got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He got eight. So you, you won this week with the most. Only got two weeks left. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So this week. This is the you know it's a lot of games uh, teams in contention for the playoffs and stuff to play for. Um, you know we got the extra week. Uh, Cowboys at Tennessee. Tennessee is underdogs at home ten and a half. This is the Thursday night game. 
Cowboys still in contention for the one seed. This uh, might be a lot because Malik Willis be getting blown out out there during the Tennessee. So, yeah, I think I'm going to take Dallas on this. Mm. And they're probably going to sit their starters next week. So they probably going to get it, have a tune-up game. Uh, they're going to try to get him out of here. Yeah, they're going to try to get him out of here. Yeah, these Thursday night games just is like kind of quirky just because it ain't a whole lot of time to prepare. I'm going to go with Tennessee to cover. Even though the Cowboys definitely could just like blow them out the the water. Mm, Okay. You said you're going with Tennessee to cover? Yeah. I'm going with Tennessee to cover. Cowboys. All right. uh, Carolina Panthers at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay is favored at home minus three. Carolina still in the hunt. (laughs) One of those teams that needs things to go right, but they also need to win. Oh, Buccaneers are trash. They trash for real. Uh, but I think, you know, the league wants these Bamas. You already know. I, I was I was going to say it if you wasn't going to say it. I'll take Tampa based on Stern's orders. But I, I really do think Carolina is playing better than, not really, because they got their, uh, nah, that was, um, who did they smoke this week that had a chance to get in the Lions? It is, uh, is he getting that job, Steve Wilkes? If he wins and beats the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I mean, they've won like five out of the last six or like four out of the last five, something like that. So, you know, he's making a case for himself. I think, you know, I already, you already think the league is involved in this whole scenario situation that Steve Wilkes will be the next coach. Not because if it was up to the owner, he would pick Steve Wilkes to be the next coach, but because they have to like, they have to give him something. Yeah, and 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 it gotta and it gotta and it gotta make up for the whole stuff because you know, Brian uh, Brian Flores not too long ago had to had to host the lawsuit against the Miami. Steve Wilkes is a part of it. He's a part of it too. So so I think this is like, hey, we'll give you this. Just chill out, like. Oh my. Okay, you happy now? One of them type of jumps. You you happy now? You have a job. So, you know. That's what I think. They'll just appease him. So I'm with you. I think Stern's orders is definitely involved in this uh, Tampa Bay winning a game. Could Carolina cover the spread? I don't know. When Stern's orders are part of it, though, it's really hard to like overcome. Yeah, it, I mean, it's really hard. Where's to the overcome. game? It's in Tampa. They, no, we know any, this more than anything. The love affair they have with Tom Brady, they're going to make sure this guy will get in the playoffs. You already know. Yeah, I, I, we going Bucks, Tampa Bay. By a touchdown. Yeah, we, we we unanimous, Tampa Bay. All right, Cleveland at Washington. Uh, Washington is favored minus two and a half at home. Who are you going with? This is a lock, Washington. They I'm, going by a with, touchdown. I'm going with Cleveland. No way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said this before, Aaron, that it'd be no possible way for the Babas to lose and the Babas lost. Remember the week one, they, when they, they won. The they Jaguars, beat the Jags. Beat oh, you talking about the Lions. The Lions. there's no way they go 0 2. <laughs> all right, all right. 
All right, so you're going to watch I'm going with Cleveland. All right, New Orleans Saints at the Philadelphia 76ers. 76ers are favorite minus seven. The 76ers. Uh, I'm sorry. The Eagles? <laughs> the Eagles. Uh, you know, Wizards played the 76ers tonight, so that, that's why that's that's fresh in my mind. They're going to get washed, though. It didn't only matter. Uh, Eagles, uh, looks like, you know, Minshew could start potentially, but they looking to get Jalen Hurts back in there to get this one win to just secure that one seed. So it's possible that you'll see Jalen Hurts uh, against New Orleans Saints if he can go. He's had a week out to rest. You shouldn't so need him against the Saints. You shouldn't, but, you know, yeah, yeah we'll see. Um, who you going with? Seven Eagles. points? I'm going with Eagles. Eight. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Eagles in this one too as well. Uh, uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are favorite minus four. Um, Arizona's bad, dog. I don't even like. They say the uh, bad McCalla just got the gold camo during the uh, <laughs> during the Thursday night game. He achieved the gold camo. I don't know if it's true. If no, they got to shut the game hilarious. off for this. No, they got to pay the uh, Hasbro, whoever running that, that gaming company. They got to shut it down, dog. They got to cut all his credentials and everything. They no, it's not too late. The, they should have put that clause in his contract when they resigned him. But you know they put that other joint in there, and everybody came to his defense, and he was he was rubbing his hands like baby. He's <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Ain't no study calls for me. They should have really, uh, they should have had a video game calls instead. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Because that Batman addicted to games, dog. This Batman ain't no yeah. way during the season you 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 leveling up like that, dog. You know what I mean? Hours you gotta play a game to get like those type of like credentials dog. in the game. More you gotta hours not have than a any job, NFL quarterback should have. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and he's staying up late. <laughs> dog, you know how it go, dog. This bad up two, three in the morning. He getting up. He ain't ready for practice. His, his mind not right till about 9 30, 10 a.m. He ain't watch game film. He ain't, he ain't been tapped into the team and nothing going on since he's been out on injury. Especially not if he getting new uh he unlocking new uh, Yeah, he unlocked what you call it. Dog, that bad my hands work good too. <laughs> oh, all right. So we going with Atlanta. I think I'm I'm going with Atlanta in this one. Yeah, I'm going Atlanta. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Uh, Texans are underdogs at home, four and a half. I'm going with Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Uh, we're unanimous. Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Detroit, you know, gave up a game. Um, they're still hanging around in the hunt, but, you know, a week last, a uh, win last week would have went a long way for them. Uh, they ran into the Carolina Panthers bus, so, uh, their favorite minus six against Chicago. Who are you going with? I don't think Chicago is a six point. I mean, they could be Chicago, but I've never seen Detroit like be dominant. Uh, where's the game? Chicago? It's in Detroit. So it's in the dome. They need this one and to make it interesting down the stretch, they win. But do they beat them by six? I'm gonna go with Chicago. Uh, I'll take the. Uh, yeah, I'll go with Chicago too, dog. I don't see Detroit being dominant like that. Uh, Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Actually, no, nah, I'll go Detroit. I, I'll be the contrarian. I, I, I'll go with Detroit minus the six. 
Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Patriots are favorite minus two and a half. They saying Matt Jones is a dirty player, dog. Did you see that? Did you see the play on Eli Apple after he threw the pick? The Bama just tried to take his knees out. I ain't see it. Yeah, it was. They say he the greatest in the NFL. Yeah, dog. He he a dirty player. Like when he go to slide, he throw his foot way up in the air. So like if a if like a, a defender try to like tag him, they'll basically get kicked in they and they growing if they're not winning the cup. He be doing dirty stuff like that. All you gotta do is just get scoop slammed one time, and he's not gonna be doing that stuff no more. It's though. over with, right? Like I, I just don't. I mean, your Batman's gonna be as dirty as you allow him to be. Like when he tried to like undercut, what you call it? Eli Apple should have blasted his helmet sky high to the to the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no chance to be dirty, dog. If I if I if I inflict pain on you first. That's just the that's just the New England privilege he got, dog. Because Bama's ain't really like hurt him, hurt him for real. So don't worry, he'll get tossed up this week. Uh, I'm going with. I'm going with. I'm going with New England because I just think Miami has so many things to think about this week, other than the game, that they they end up just you know they end up slipping. Um, and it's in New England too. You know, New England, they already, them Babas be cheating. You go there, you stay in a hotel, they turn the. the, the hey, sorry, uh, on offense. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going Miami. Okay. All right. I'm going with New England. Uh, Denver Broncos at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored, minus 13 and a half. They're still in play for the one seed. They need Buffalo to lose. This Buffalo a got lot. a tough one. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm going with Kansas City. You know, Denver, they lost their coach. Uh, nobody mess with Russ. I, if I'm the interim coach, dog, I don't even think I play Russell Wilson. I think I just sit him out and just be like, just get ready for the next year, though. You said um, you're not playing Russ? Nah. Yeah, because, I mean, what, all you're going to do is just... <laughs> look, you know what they're going to do. If he go out that joint and he get mudhole and he play terrible, they just going to be like, they, Nathaniel Hackett, is the scapegoat for Russ's turn. You know, they just like to talk yeah. bad about him. So it's no point, though. Like, it's the, the season is a wash. I don't need my quarterback, who I have to keep here, take any more undue, n- unnecessary, like... Slander. <laughs> yeah, for what, dog? Season done. We're going we gonna to evaluate our young players and see what we got. That's it. Um, then you got... Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Unanimous, Kansas City. Well, Maho. Indianapolis at the New York Giants. Giants are favored minus five and a half. Uh, Indy is, is, I mean, they show they have no life left. Um, I'm going with the Giants minus the five and a half. I'm going to go Giants. Uh, Jets at Seattle. Seattle is underdogs at home plus two. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Mike White is back at quarterback. Uh, Zach Wilson. And Inactive. Is he done? Is his career with the Jets finished? I would have waived him. I don't know why they haven't waived him yet. They probably gonna try to do what the Washington does, devalue your own player, and then try to uh trade him in the offseason, see if we can get something, a seventh round pick. But I don't know that anybody well that he, he got blonde hair, blue eyes. So somebody <laughs> might take a flyer on him. Yeah. But I just can't see where this Bama has any chance left in the league. I, cause we didn't see it coming in. We said no. This guy shouldn't even be drafted. He can't play in the league. 
so at this point, flat like that. It was just that simple. We didn't. And that's without knowing him as a person and how poor his leadership skills are. Clearly, work ethic, studying ability, can't read defense. All these things that that we didn't know coming in because he the level of competition he played against. He didn't need to do any of those things. So. Dog, I went back and listened to the clip when we evaluated Zach Wilson. Dog, it was so accurate. Like, there's sometimes Babbitts be accurate about stuff, but like not to a T. Like, we were so well, yeah, accurate on Zach, Zach Wilson to, to right down to him going to the Jets and that being a fail if he went to the Jets. We didn't even know what team was going to select him. We were like, if he goes to, uh, you know, some other team like a Kyle Shanahan or somebody, he might have a chance. But if he go to uh, a New York Jets, you can just forget about it. He will he will stink up the joint and be the worst quarterback you've seen, and it will be a complete mistake. And we said that. That's exactly what happened, dog. We said that the competition he faced in college was not to the level of what the NFL brings and that the, the throws that he throws up in the sky high and throws up in pop you know, pop gun to, to wide open receivers in college is not going to fly at the next level. You said it out of your mouth. You were like, those same throws will be picked in the, in the next level. There'll be interceptions. <laughs> sure enough, this Bama has just been like abysmal. And there's no other way to describe it other than we told you so. And the thing that confuses me is they act like it's so hard. There's no science. There's no way. Though, Bama's is like 80%, 85% when it comes <laughs> to these quarterbacks, though. It's not that hard to look at a Bama and tell if he has a chance to be good or not. You don't nah, even have to warp, be. They warp their minds, dog. It's warp, it's warp minds, dog. And just, they like always... we watch, just like we watch Aaron Rodgers be mediocre. But Stern's orders, they want this Batman in so bad. He's the last of a dying breed. Him, Tom Brady, all of these Batman, they're, they're, they're dying out. And they need to keep this narrative of this white quarterback narrative that can, you know, be the man and be the guy. And you got to have this prototypical. They got to be this height. Stay in the pocket. Do this and stand Don't in the pocket around. and do this. Like, these Batmans are antiquated. They're not good anymore. Aaron Rodgers... Did everything to lose that game. He missed butt naked touchdowns, where we've never really seen him do. And like they keep talking about, like, oh yeah, I mean, they just did. did. Now it's all of a sudden the young guys. I'm like, dog, stop it. <laughs> They'll find anything, dog, to sell the anything. guy they want to sell. They're like, oh, he got young receivers, and you know, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I may stick around another year to just, you know, you you kind of done work this crop up to understanding what you like to see, dog. You know how many missed throws this Bama had in the Miami game? Butt naked touchdowns, dog. I'm like. What are they going to say about this one? Ah, he just missed them. You know, the receiver, he kind of came out flat on the... Re- I'm like, dog, the Bama overthrew him by 10 yards. What are we talking about? <laughs> it was, he was open. I mean, it, I just... I, I, I can't stand it anymore. Um, I'm going with Seattle over the Jets. I'm with you. It's Seattle. Um, Seattle's yeah. got a chance to get in, too. Um, <clears throat> so I think they're going to be prepared. They play it at home. Yeah. Um, they jacked the money last week, so I think. I mean, if you can't beat the Jets, you don't need to be in anyway. So I think that's a fact. San Francisco 49ers at the Raiders. Raiders are favorite plus or no I'm way. Sorry. Raiders are underdogs plus six at home. Oh yeah, San Fran. San Fran. Uh, Minnesota Vikings at Green Bay Packers. Packers are favorite minus three. 
No way. What has the Packers done to be favored minus three? That must mean this is a Vegas. Because there's no way. Vegas knows something we don't know. They know what the scripts say. So I'm going to listen to Vegas. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with Green Bay. I'm going Vikings. I can't. I'm, I can't. Dog, if Vegas knows something, this is the tall tale sign, dog. Green Bay is not a better team than Minnesota. That's just like, we just going to just keep it all the way 100. So the fact that their favorite minus three just lets me know that it's Stern's orders involved. Uh, Rams at Chargers. Chargers are, uh, are favorites minus six and a half. Rams have played spirited football as of late with nothing to play for. Uh, I'm going with the Rams. Against who? The Chargers. Chargers, Chargers. I think I think the, the, the Chargers played the Indianapolis Colts, who just basically laid down, and they just caught them slipping. I think that we see the real Chargers. And they, I mean, if Indianapolis had any semblance of an offense, they could have potentially pushed to win that game. So I'm, I'm going with the Rams in this one. What's the spread? Six and a half. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Chargers. That's another terribly coached team, but I'm gonna I'm go Chargers. Pittsburgh Steelers. This is the nice game Sunday night, Joe. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are favorite minus three. Is Lamar playing, or are they going back? To, um, uh, no, I don't know if T- Tyler Huntley is playing or Lamar Jackson will be out there. But I'm going with the Ravens in this one. I'm going with the Ravens if Lamar is playing. If uh, if Tyler's playing, then I'm going... Uh, Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. Okay. Uh, Baltimore... I'm sorry. Buffalo Bills, Monday night at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are underdogs at home, one and a half points. I'm going with Cincinnati. Cincinnati is underdogs at home, uh, uh, one and a half. So almost essentially a pickup. Give me Buffalo. All right, I'm going with Cincy in this one. Um, I think Burrow is their new Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and they're gonna, you know, uh, he's more likable than both of those other people. But yeah, that's a fact. So I'm, I'm going with Cincinnati, and those are our games. Those are our games. Follow us at OSS980 at Other Side of Sports. Um, shout out to Wes Buffy. Shout out to uh, Kicking It With G-Man. Shout out to Lance J Radio. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to uh, Jenna Garcia. Shout out to uh, my man Wes. My man Christian. My man uh, Van. Everybody who rock with us heavy. And we out. You can check out our podcast each and every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Other Side of Sports. Or you can follow us on Instagram at OSS980. Shut up! Give me a turn to speak! Fine, see? You do that to me. How does it feel? How does it feel to be told to shut up? We've talked about it. Let me speak. How does that do feel? Not. How does that do feel? Do 